episode 34 of my of my tweaker ass podcast joey hates everything truly um got to be upsetting for the residents that go to sleep earlier than midnight every week once a week folks and we might be moving to twice a week if i ever get my shit together so uh we want to welcome the new audience you know my unwilling neighbors that that have to pretty much hear this broadcast we also have a few a few uh, few folks from out Arizona way now listen to this now now listen folks okay things change as audiences grow this show will grow and that's why I want to announce that this show has gone fully Republican that's right folks this is a conservative show at this point forward uh, we ask that any libtard cucks listening to this show go ahead and hit that unsubscribe button because we're out in the Wild West right now. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, they don't they don't talk like that. But um, there's honestly, it doesn't even seem. I thought it was going to be way more of a cowboy vibe out here. It's kind of it's kind of just like a failed LA people vibe. It's kind of like you, you got it though, but you, you got it. You got to the semi pros. You almost got there. Uh, failed, you know, failed LA people or New York people. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm coming off of uh, uh, hosting bingo at work, which you know I don't think any 23 year old should say ever. But here we are, guys. Uh, it was it was fun. It was interesting. You know, I I thought it was gonna be. A lot different in my head. There was going to be like you know, uh, have you ever have you ever been to bingo before where they have you know tables and a microphone? It was pretty much just me dodging the bartender while yelling numbers. Um, the <laughs> the only guy at the bar. There must have been thirty people there where we did bingo, and the only guy that didn't want to play was right across from me. So just every 30 seconds, this guy just got off of work. His wife's probably, he probably just found out his wife is banging, is banging our pool guy. And he's just every second got to hear N36. That's N as in Nebraska. 36. And I bet you he's got a gun in his mouth right now thinking about me. <clears throat> he's at least written my name in blood on the wall. Everyone else, had, it seemed like, had a good time. You know, I was trying to put out, uh, put out some good vibes before before we got started, trying to get people excited about it. It's not hard to get kids excited about bingo, so they were just fucking pumped. We had ice cream, which <laughs> not a single kid won. We did four rounds because there were only three prizes, and uh, yeah, we'll get into that. I, I like I was saying, I was trying to uh, you know trying to get down there and be like, oh yeah, it's bingo, it's gonna be awesome. The prizes that we had, even though there was three of them, were pretty fucking sweet. Okay, forty dollars at the bar, and we we told one of the people, we told one of the people there this, and they go, is there anything else? They said that right to my manager's face, who came up with it. I was like. I, maybe that's why I couldn't do this job because you have to set the whole fucking thing up and then somebody goes, is that all you, is that all you got? And you just be like, I'm going, I'm going to staple your face to this desk right now, sir. Um, it, it was funny because I, I was literally, you know, after she leaves, then I have to pretty much take it over myself, that whole position. So I get over there and the first person I go up to now, 
the first person I go up to with the bingo boards and the markers, um, you know, just trying to not look like the asshole that I am handing out bingo cards in a suit. And I go up to this girl. And before I tell you this, before I tell you what happened here, I want you to guess if this is a hot blonde chick from Los Angeles. Okay? Just, I'm going to tell you, and then I want you to picture what she looks like. I walk up with all the cards, first person I go up to, and I go, hey, we got bingo tonight. We got three big prizes for the adults, and we got ice cream for the kids, if you know any that want to come down. Uh, the prize is $40. It's a gift card to our bar right here. And this girl goes, ah, $40. Woo. Are you picturing her? <laughs> Oh my God! I, I I don't know. I you know I don't understand that. I those two people that the one that said that to my manager and then the one that said that to me. I just I don't get that. You you're playing a game designed for the elderly and kindergartners. And if you win it, you get forty dollars worth of free drinks. What what ma'am? What else can I can I get you? Did you want oh oh did you want me to come up and build another wing in your apartment? I'll you know what? Fuck it. I'll just knock out the wall, build you another room, a loft if you will. Uh because I just realized that $40 for playing a game that only people named Gladys and Phyllis play um while they rot away in an old folks home. All you have to do is win and you get Three, four free drinks at least, you know, if you get the expensive ones. Um, <laughs> everyone else was so was so cool about it, you know. I expected uh, everybody to kind of be a dick to me, and it, it wasn't like that. People were, you know, they were into it, even though we only had three prizes. I tried to add more. I went up to, uh, you know, I I texted, I texted our property manager, who is not my manager, and I said, hey. You know, we had the game night before. Can I can I give out some free drinks as prizes? And she said no. But then my manager found out and she texted me. She goes, so why did you even ask her that? I told you those were the three prizes. And I said, well, I was just trying to, you know, make this a little bit, this a little bit easier. Not easier, just a little bit better. I promise you my intention wasn't to upset you. I just thought maybe we might need more than three prizes in case the games go quick. And... She texted me back. We shall discuss this tomorrow. Couple of things. Number one, why why are you saying it like I just dishonored your family in in eleven hundreds England? Why? Very well. You disrespected my bingo prize choices. So we shall duel. <laughs> what are we ta- what are we talking about here? What do I stand to benefit from this? I'm not I'm not having any of the drinks. Like I can't I can't do that in front of 30 people. You think I'm going to be like, "Oh, I won bingo, so I guess I, that means I get one." No, I I'm literally I'm just trying to add more. Have you ever played bingo where there was only 3 prizes? I never have. Maybe I'm the asshole here, but uh, yeah, otherwise it went very good, you know, otherwise it went very good. I'm going to get a, uh, talking to about bingo tomorrow, but otherwise very good. People came up to me, 
And, uh, you know, I thought the entire time I was bombing. Um, at one point, I, I made a joke about the movie 17 again. And I had a voice crack in the middle of it. And I almost stopped. And um, I almost stopped and brandished a weapon. Um, just like a, in a school shooter mode because of how embarrassed I was in that moment. But I didn't. I'm very proud of myself for that. And in fact, nobody laughed or, uh, or mentioned it. I also didn't make eye contact with anybody for the next 15 seconds. So I'm, sh I'm sure that there was a hot chick that, that smiled at her other hot friend and they looked away and, and silently laughed. And I will probably not be able to sleep after this episode because of that thought. Uh, what else? What else, folks? Um, you know, it's always fun to uh, try and, and run bingo while you're running the front desk. The delivery people, I mean, they, they get upset about that. Um, and I try to be understanding for the delivery people. My cousin, God bless him. He's a, he's a delivery person, man. You know, he's, he's retarded. What can I say? He's, uh, you know. <laughs> he may, I think he makes like, I think he makes like easily $20,000 more a year than I do <laughs> by delivering packages. So maybe I should shut the fuck up. But, uh, the, you know, they are, for the most part, um, just absolutely brain dead. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. They, they just, have you ever read instructions? You know how they kind of tell you what to do? Okay, you know how if they're an Ikea instruct, you know, you're building a small structure from Ikea and it's got 97 paragraphs, half of, half of it is in Swedish. They're speaking Swedish, going back and forth. Swedish. That is the, uh, wow, that's, I don't like that. That, fe that feels like a white power group. Let's, let's edit that out, guys, when we can. Um, <laughs> but, you, you know, you, you fucking, you don't read the directions. When, when you, something is, is less than one paragraph, when it's two sentences, you, you probably read the instructions. Um, they, they can't do it. They can't do it. They get up to the door and they go full, they do, they turn into that Eric Andre meme where they're just, let me in, let me in, what he's in DC. And you're like, guys, we don't actually, you know, we don't leave the door unlocked in Phoenix at nine o'clock at night, if you can believe it. Um, so, you know, you got to pop the door open and you have to explain to them the call box, which... If you don't, if you don't speak English, or it's you know, or you can tell that the person is not from this country, because a lot of times you can, you know, when they're confused about the word hallway, it's probably because they're a little bit newer here, which I can respect. Um, when it's when it's a person that goes, "Hi, I'm here for 504," and they're spitting in my face, I go, "You need to use the call box." They go over there, and you would think. It's somebody discovering the atom for the first time. They're perplexed. And all it says is, okay, so every DoorDash ever at an apartment complex, if you don't live at one, they have, you put the number on there or you're not getting your shit. Okay, it's just, you know, or it just gets left at the front desk. I, I can't, if I don't know your name, your last name, I can't bring it to you. So uh, all it says is press the number sign, you know, that the hashtag, and then press the apartment number, dial it in, and it will ring their phone. 
And 95% of these people can't get it done. It's incredible. It's incredible. As I say that, you know, I recognize that I am a moron. Um, and and, and I, I'm not – I'm probably not smarter than a lot of these people, probably not as hardworking as a lot of them. You got to give them that. For, for, for not being very bright, you've got to give them the fact that they are very hardworking delivery people. Uh, uh, oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm on an Adderall, okay? When you have to – when you have the responsibility uh, of, of entertainment for a group of people, okay, sometimes you got to take a little PED, and that's what I took tonight. I'm actually, I got my prescription back. I didn't, I don't want anybody uh, that actually cares about me listening to this and thinking that I went up to some homeless person in Phoenix and go, yo, you got any tweak? No, I, uh, I, uh, I got my script back, and things are rolling here, okay? I, uh, I apologize for the 10-second sip of water I just took, but that's what you got to do when you're off of them. Uh, off of them. What, do you, what is uh, – there's no, there's no uh, cool name for, for Adderall, is there? Addies? I always thought that was stupid. It sounds like you were talking about your black friend's grandma named like, named like Addie or something. You're going to go over to her garage and smoke. So specific. Um, uh, you know, so that's, that's the, your weekly update on my job because you care because you're a sick person that listens to this podcast. <laughs> we, I actually, I did have a lot of encouragement this week, which is nice. You know, I, uh, the past couple of uh, episodes, every once in a while we get on a streak where they're not, where they're not great. And, uh, you know, some newer people started listening to the show, and they told me it was very good, so thank you for that. Um, one thing I found interesting um, that was going on this week is, is Tim Tebow. And uh, if you don't know Tim Tebow, of course you know who Tim Tebow is, but if you don't really follow the NFL, he is at training camp with the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. Um, his Former college coach Urban Meyer uh, is currently the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I believe. Oh my God! You know, I should, I should. Do you remember the time uh, I was talking about the NBA Finals and I got the teams wrong? Let's just, uh, let's just double check that here because I, I get this shit wrong all the time. This is not a sports show, really, but it's more, to, it's more to do about uh, Tim Tebow and uh, yeah, it is Urban Meyer. His for, he was the former coach of Tim Tebow at fucking University of Florida, which you got to look up that picture of who was on that team when they won the championship. I think when Tim Tebow was a senior, you had the Pouncy Twins, Aaron Hernandez, Tim Tebow, and who the fuck else was there? There was, dude, there was some crazy fucking people on there. Like some absolute nut jobs. I I totally, I mean, I made a bad point by not remembering any of the rest of the team, but... Tim Tebow has always just been so such a fascination to me because when he went to the Broncos, I mean, at that point, I think I've made it known on this podcast and, uh, you know, I've been talked to about it before. I'm not really a religious guy. I don't really believe in God. But at the time that Tim Tebow was in the league and he was on the Broncos, came in, took him on a miracle run to finally get 
crushed by the Patriots, whatever that year was. I mean, it actually felt like, 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 you know, magic. It felt like, like the guy was literally pulling off miracles and shit. And um, at this point, he, you know, it didn't, it didn't end well in the NFL for him. I think he ended up with the Jets, and it ultimately was just a complete failure. You know, throwing four interceptions a game, just, just not even, or not even getting the chance to, because. He was so bad that they could pull him out before that. You know, there's there's plenty of quarterbacks that they get to that fourth interception and they're still they're still in there because they're a good quarterback. Now they they you know he just fucking fell straight off of the face of the earth after that miracle run, and I respected him so much because you know the guy the guy gave it a shot. He he did something nobody ever thought he could do, and even though he never you know, was the greatest or won a Super Bowl, he was still awesome to watch. He was very exciting. And I never disliked the guy. I never I never really disliked him for all the people that were like, he's a douchebag, he brings so much attention, you know, blah, blah, blah. He he's constantly the only talk on that team wherever he's at wherever he's at. And to you know, I agree with all that, but I never disliked the guy until until the whole baseball thing happened. Right where he, where he knew I can't remember what team he was going to, but he was going to the MLB. He was drafted by I can't even remember who. But the bottom line is, and this is not an original thought. A lot of people say this all the time. I just wanted to talk about it as a guy that used to be a big fan of him. You're taking away a spot from somebody that w- that could, I mean, a, you know, one in a thousand chance be great. You're taking away that spot, and you know you're not going to make the team. And the team knows that. They just want to sell jerseys. I just I don't understand how people don't see that and go, have we had enough of this fucking guy? True. I mean, truly, it's just ridiculous that we let him get away with it for X amount of years. I mean, X amount of tryouts in the MLB where he actually, you know, definitely took a spot from somebody. And now we're doing it again in football after the guy has not played since 2015. I probably even before that. Why do we glorify these people? They fucking suck. <laughs> like, can you imagine? I, I was thinking about it because I got this idea. I was listening to Dirty Sports. Go check them out. They were talking about it. And I just wanted to bring it up because uh, I was such a Tebow fan back in the day. But it just reminds me of Adam Thielen. I was sitting in the Vikings training camp watching, and I go, who is this guy, number 19? He looks like he's going to be pretty good. He was a nobody. He had been on their practice squad for already three years. And now he's one of the biggest names in the NFL because no – no Tim Tebow came over there and tried to knock him out just for jersey sales. That's the type of guy that misses out on that because somebody can't just fucking shut it down. Honestly. That's why I have so much respect for Quentin Tarantino. I truly believe that after he does that 10th movie, he's just going to shut it down. Go out when you're still likable. I can think of a million different fucking things uh, that, that apply to that, but... This one, man, is just so disappointing. I mean, you got guys that are out there; their bodies are machines, and they're and they're dis- they're going up against other guys who bo- whose bodies are machines. 
willing to get destroyed in 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 preseason games that don't even count and you're going no i i want one more shot at this your own coach is going dude i don't even know why i'm doing this and we know why they're doing it we know why they're doing it urban you can't get a sketchier name than urban your name's urban there's things that happened um I yeah I I I don't know this is you know we're, this is not becoming the conspiracy theory show, but I truly do believe that uh, Tim Tebow said, hey, why don't you let me on the team or uh, might might have to uh, drop this. I know a few people in the press considering you know that's what I've spent the last eight years trying to do. Um, I wonder if we'll ever find out. I wonder if we'll ever, we'll ever find out if that ever happened. If that what whatever happened. I mean, I bet you, I bet you, because there's rumors that Aaron Hernandez had killed more people than they actually uh, convicted it convicted him for. And if there's one guy that would absolutely uh, let someone get away with murder and do everything he could and exhaust all of his resources to keep uh, a future NFL tight end on his college football team. It's Urban Meyer. Jesus Christ. I mean, the guy just sounds like a crook, you know? Um, yeah, that's that's really all I had, I had about that. I just, I just, you know, just fucking... If you have that much money, what the fuck are we talking about, man? You preach that you're uh, you're one of these great guys, and then you go take away a spot from someone else. We'll be right back. Oh, man. All right, you know, what this podcast is really missing is an in-studio audience. We need that. I might just start kidnapping homeless people. Because that would, you know, that would honestly benefit the both of us. I could... I could have, I could, you know, probably double my listenership by getting 20 of those guys in here. That's what I'll do. I'll set this place up like an office. Like, I'll knock out, I'll knock out the closet walls, the bathroom walls. We'll throw down, we'll throw down some, some nice tables from Ikea. We'll really spruce this place up. I'll get a coffee maker and I'll just start kidnapping homeless people. And saying, okay, you know what, you you live here now. You live. This is where you live now. All right. Here's this is your desk. Your name is Samson now, and uh, your job is to get everybody to listen to my podcast. This is like uh, this is like an M. M. Night Shyamalan twist off of that of that movie. The the guy with all those different personalities. I bet you that was one of the personalities. I've never seen. The movie, but one of them is definitely a podcaster that kidnaps people to work for him. Um, you know, you got you got to do what you got to do. These are trying times, and um, I'm just trying to rise to the top. Okay. Okay. What else? What else? Uh, the the Taliban are back. You remember those goofballs? Yeah, they're they're uh, they're coming back pretty hard. It's pretty fucking scary. I just read a, an article from Human Rights Watch. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. HumanRightsWatch.org says they're going through and uh, pretty much taking out anybody that disagrees with them. And I gotta say, I just you know, as soon as they create TikTok accounts, they're gonna be fine. 
They're they're going to be fine. This country is so brain dead that literally all you would have to do when you shoot a pregnant woman for uh, saying that she doesn't like one of the Taliban members or that, you know, that they raped her or something is do a little TikTok dance, copy one of those Charlie D'Amelio dances, and the entire country will be like, <laughs> he's just crazy. He's just, you don't get it. No, 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 dude, you don't get it. You're not understanding. He's like, that's like his character. You're like, wait a minute, he just he just shot that entire family all in the face um, because he found out one of the women was talking about driving. Yeah, but it, dude, it's like you don't you don't really. It's more for entertainment. Oh, okay. I I got you. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. It's really it's really fucking horrible. And uh, regardless of what you think about what we should or shouldn't be doing in other countries, man, this is when you when you really you really kind of do wish there was just something something you could do. But I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck even can you? You know what I mean? It's just all so horrible. Like, we... We... We basically went in there. There's a whole argument that says... Uh, we pretty much, uh... We kind of did the, uh, the old QB sneak with a plane into the building type deal. Kind of blew up one of the smaller ones, if you know what I'm saying, type deal. One of those classic deals. And we got away with it. And in the end, it's it solved what? What? Besides, besides, uh, besides oil. Those were the funniest memes ever on Twitter back in the day when I had Twitter. <laughs> I don't really do social media anymore. <laughs> um, oh, when it was just like, uh, did somebody say oil? And then it was just all of <laughs> every single fucking movie about the army. You've just, dang. Breaking in through people's houses and stuff. And unfortunately, you know, at the time it was a joke. And you get a little bit older and you go, Ah, no. Ah, snap. We done did it. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I don't think I'm smart enough to know what I'm talking about here, but... It's also just upsetting to find out all the things you find out when you when you turn 20 and then I'm sure that there's even worse stuff I'll find out over the next few years. I just remember when I was a kid like that was what everybody did no matter what we were, no matter what we were doing. It was dude, we were obsessed with Call of Duty and we would play anything that involved a gun. We would literally play zombies uh uh just where a person would pretend to be pretend to be a zombie, and you'd have to hit him with a with an airsoft gun or a Nerf gun, and we would pretend to be in the fucking like army and shit. That's what every kid did back then because we thought it was the coolest fucking thing ever. And then you find out it's like ah, we didn't we didn't really we didn't really fix much. Uh, some people would argue we left it a little bit worse. Which I don't even know. I don't even know. It's a real horrible thing. Um, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about uh, you know going and, and seeing what I can do myself. Um, I feel like if I just got, like, what if I just bought a really dope, 
Batman costume, like a replica from the Dark Knight, and I uh, I hollowed out certain parts of it and filled it with Kevlar. That was literally an idea I had when I was in fourth grade, and I told my mom about it, and she wasn't even able to be like, um, "Yeah, that's great, sweetie. That that you know that might actually work." I I'm pretty sure she said. You need to stop acting like a fucking dumbass all the time. <laughs> no, she just went, you, you can never do that. You can never do that. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe she saved me. I was pretty serious. I was pretty serious. But now is the time. I might, I might head straight to, uh, straight to Kabul. I love that show, The Boys, because it's like, you know... It's such an interesting concept to think about because if you've never seen the show, it's, it's about superheroes that don't act like pussy-ass Marvel characters. You know what I mean? Like every time um, I, I watch the new Spider-Man movies, I want to kill somebody be- just because that kid is such a vagina. He's such a vagina. Tobey Maguire, I mean, while he's not, you know, he played Peter Parker, but he... He made Peter Parker not a gaping hole. Do you know what I mean? The Boys is awesome because it's just, you know, it's about uh, what it would be like if those people were raised in 2021 as just regular people and they grew up to be celebrities with the powers to uh, pretty much kill everybody. And so there aren't really wars and shit because most of them, pretty much, I, I maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but Pretty much all of them are on America's side, quote-unquote. So they just, anytime uh, somebody pops out over there, they just laser them in half. I wonder what that would be like in real life. Because there's no way they would all be American, bro. There's no way. There's just no way. We would be so fucked (laughs) if there was a superhero that didn't like us. We are not the favorites at the table. Um... Yeah, I, uh, I, I wonder, I wonder, uh, I wonder, because, again, I'm not smart enough to know about any of this. I always wonder what it would be like if any of this shit ever starts happening in America, where there's truly people running around uh, calling themselves ISIS, blowing shit up on the regular. Because it happens, you just, you just, you know, we get, we get once at, one every once in a while, and the FBI is like, we had no idea. Dude, I had no idea. It's like the first time you... The FBI, whenever an act of terrorism happens, um, and it's not a white person, they always act uh, like the first time you tried to ship paraphernalia to your parents' house, and your mom's like, what the fuck is this? You're like, I, I don't even... I don't even know. I, sw- I swear, we, I didn't even know. They literally act like a 14-year-old that caught, got caught with weed every single time. It's very interesting. It's very interesting when you look at it. Guys, I'm just trying to get shot for episode 50. I don't even know if I believe uh, in conspiracy theories or not. I just want to go out on top. That's it. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's your update on the, uh, on the Middle East this week. You know, I know that this is where you turn for uh, all of your political news all of your facts on what's happening with uh, with different 
terrorist organizations across the group. Now, my group is not a terrorist organization, okay? We target one one subsection of the whole earth and nothing outside of it, okay? We only target the people of Wisconsin. That's that's it. You can renounce. We give you the opportunity. If you leave, if you cross state lines and you're in what we call a free state, what we call the, the remaining 49, if you get to that point and you renounce uh, to, to our, our leaders, which is me, uh, that you no longer are with, are with the Packers or the Bucks or, you know, the Brewers or, uh, you know, those are like very bad words for us. So I apologize to any of my group members that are listening. Um, but if you renounce that, we will, uh, we will let you go. We're not like ISIS or, uh, or the Taliban or anything. Um, I went to my parents' house this week. That was interesting. I hadn't seen them in a month. They're doing very good for anyone that is wondering. Uh, God damn, I hate taking Ubers. I, I can't believe I don't have a car at this point. I'm such a fucking loser for that. And there's no way around that. I really, I really hate it. And, um, it's just something that now that I live closer to everything and there's stuff to do just, you know, within walking distance where I live, it doesn't feel like being trapped like when I felt in pe- the way I felt in Pennsylvania. You know, I can get to shit, but I can't I can't get somewhere that is, you know, cities away. I j- it's just you can't fucking do it, man. And um, so you got to take the Uber, which they fucking always take advantage of the fact that you're trying to go on a sun. You, hey. You want to take an Uber on a Saturday? Congratulations. You just paid for a plane ticket. For, I mean, for God's sakes. I can't fucking stand it. I cannot stand it. What they get away with at those prices. At these prices. It's, uh, it was $40 to get their $40 back. Absolutely fucking nuts. Just to go and uh, pet my dog. And um, and get drunk in front of my family. It's always fun because as stupid as I feel doing this show, I ne- I never feel as dumb as I feel in front of my family. I mean, it, there are there is no one on the planet that thinks I I am as funny as they do. It's like it's it would be like what you would imagine a Holocaust survivor listening to Hitler jokes would be like. Like they, I, they, they, I can't believe how unfunny they truly think I am. Which, you know, maybe, maybe you listen to this out of hatred and you think I'm not funny. I, I get it, but they're at least supposed to pretend. You know what I mean? Oh, it's great. It's great. I'll say something and they'll just look at each other like, Are you, is he fucking doing this right now? It's hilarious. I love them. They, they fed me well. Uh, free white claws, and uh, it's always good to catch up. Always talking to them. I I, uh, I always bomb in front of them, trying trying to be funny. But it's always good to talk to them because I uh, can just get everything everything I'm thinking of off of my chest, which it's uh, it's hard to do sometimes because everybody's busy, man. You ever you ever have somebody that just starts doing that to you while you're at your job, and you're like, I just. What is going on in your head right now that makes you think that uh, this is a therapy session right now? There was this guy today. I swear to God. I, I, sw- I mean, I'm not fucking kidding you. Talked to one of our leasing agents 
about his divorce for 40 minutes. Brought up, I mean, I mean, what? And they didn't say anything. They just went along with it. They just did their work while they listened to it. And I was like, man, I don't even, I don't, I, I can't do it. At some point you have to go, I just don't know what to tell you. I just don't know what to tell you. I've, this is a guy that's thinking about moving in. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's, it's not, okay, so it's one thing to do that, right? But the people that try and catch you on your way out, that's crazy. That's psychotic behavior. There's this girl I work with, super nice, won't, won't mention her name. Um, she's one of the, uh, you know, people that, that works with, uh, you know, actually getting the, the, the payments done for the apartments. I don't fucking know. I'm trying not to, like, describe her job at all because of the horrible, dumbass things I say on this podcast. But she's leaving the other day. She has two giant bags full of stuff on one on each shoulder and she's walking out she just locked up her office um you know these people are very professional you can tell that they work eight hours a day it's not you can tell that it's not a part-time job and this woman actually stopped her to talk about her son's apartment for 20 minutes 20 minutes just like wouldn't let her go not me, man. Not me. I can't listen to your son. I can't listen to your story about your son's apartment for twenty minutes, ma'am. I've got to go. I've got to go. It's the it's the most insane thing, you know. You you do all this shit at your job, and you're always at the end of the day gonna have to deal with some bullshit. I mean, I'm gonna get there tomorrow, and they're just gonna be like, "So, free drinks?" You say. You dare challenge my authority? No, I just, you know, I just don't really give a fuck, and I just kind of wanted to have more than three prizes. You know, don't you just, I, I don't, I don't you just love though that um, you live in a country. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, your life is good enough to have just told a story about the Taliban uh, killing everybody that they don't agree with. And you can complain about how your day went in the lobby of an apartment complex. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Everybody's problems are suggested are 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 suggestive, regressive. Dude, I've been awake for too many hours at this point. I woke up today uh, thinking my door was being kicked in. It was a it was a grown man uh, running across the balcony upstairs. A little bit sketchy, sir. It's six o'clock. Are you late for work, or or is there a trail of blood? What's going on, sir? I'm the new law around here. I uh I had to I went to go do laundry the other day. I'm definitely not the law around here. Like <laughs> I I probably just look crazy because all people hear is just my voice down when I'm recording at 12 a.m. and then me sneaking in through the window of the laundry room because they forgot to give me a key for it. Uh, weren't you know or they did and I just blacked out on edibles and lost it. Either or is totally possible. Um, and you know that if you know me, 
<laughs> I'm climbing in through the window the other day. I look out, I see that there's all these people like looking at me like, oh, you know, oh, I didn't, I didn't see nothing. I'm not going to say anything. I come back out um, after I get the, the load of laundry started and I see a, a sign on the door that says, whoever stole my son's clothes, please return them to room blah, blah, blah. Signed, Struggling Mom. And I look up and all the people that were out there see me reading it. And I'm just, i it's literally just a scene from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I just get shot right afterwards. No, I I really do feel horrible for that, for that lady. That must, that happened to me once in college. I mean, it sucks when it's just, uh, you know, when you just, somebody who can easily go get some clothes by spending a few paychecks. But when you're somebody who can probably only afford to get new clothes once a year and your your son's entire shit gets taken by some fucking tweaker, that sucks. He probably climbed in through the window. I swear to God it wasn't me. (laughs) They play this clip on the news the next day. He said it wasn't him. Local authorities found Joey Capuana had stolen up to 19 different residents' wet clothes, all sitting in his studio apartment. Capuana had this to say, You can't fucking prove it was me! Listen to the fucking podcast! I got a fucking alibi! Fuck you! I, it would be great. I mean, probably not great. Probably not great if it came out that I was, like, stealing children's clothes. Probably not great. Um... But the point is, uh, <laughs> the point is, uh, don't don't steal people's clothes. I feel bad for that lady. I um, otherwise, I've been having a good week over here. It's the fucking apocalypse. It's the fucking apocalypse. You could feel it in the weather. It's the fucking. I must have looked like such a psycho the other day. My uh, one of the managers at the place I work at was nice enough to give me one of the lamps that was left behind or that they didn't want or something. I was like, yeah, I could, you know, I could really use a lamp. This would go great in my apartment. This thing's in great shape. Um, and of course, I'm trying to bring it back and it just, it just turns into Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane Katrina came back. Um, I was just about to leave. Literally, I'm, I'm, do it. I'm looking like an absolute idiot. I bet you people were seeing me like, this guy's going to fucking die. Because I'm standing outside <laughs> right after my shift, you know, 11.05. I'm standing outside holding my hand out to see if the wind is blowing too hard. There's lightning cracking across the sky. And I'm going, I don't... Ah. Yeah, but the surge. You know, the surge. But you could die. Yeah, but the surge on Uber, uh, it's going to be $20. And as soon as I was about to go put my backpack on and get ready to go, I get one of those fucking, it looks like an Amber Alert, but it's for weather. And it says, warning, 80 mile an hour winds. Um, those who do not seek shelter could be could be deadly or something like that. And I was like, Wow, I actually almost died trying to get home from work. We're out on another planet right now. It's been fucking crazy. Just 
just downpouring rain. I I had to I had to uh it was really bad the other day, like literally pouring rain outside the other day, and I made the mistake of wearing a, a very light blue um a very light blue t shirt to work and of course uh I got soaked trying to direct who would you guess? A delivery person that just couldn't figure out where to go for deliveries, even though half the fucking building uh, is a loading dock. Couldn't figure it out. Had to go out there and uh, get myself soaked. Came back in. Everybody got to see, uh, uh, you know, my twink body. I looked like a drunk guy that entered a uh, wet t-shirt contest as a joke. It was it was terrible. I w- I uh, I was I was assaulted. You know what? That's my story. I'm telling my truth right now, and my truth is that I, I was assaulted by the weather. And I will be pressing charges sexually. The charges will be. I'm not attracted to the weather. The charges will be sexual charges brought up against Mother Nature. Um, man. Man. What a crazy world we live in. Me and the boys going to stop ISIS this week. We're going to stop the Taliban. ISIS, you're next. We know it. We know you're coming back up. Okay. You think you think I won't? You think I won't get Patrick Hansen? Do you know that guy? You ever seen that guy? On some goddamn mushrooms? He's a psychopath. I've seen him become a different different person. All right. I've I've, seen, I've unleashed the beast. Is that what you want? I'll bring him. Reference that eight people that listen to this understand. The rest of you, uh, you're going to have to go back and listen. Kid's a legend. Um, I got nothing else for you. I got nothing else for you. You, um, I'll, you know, I'll be putting uh, my manager's number in the description. You can call her and tell her that I, I'm the fucking bingo champ and that I deserve and that I deserve to run bingo. I want to. Okay. Thank you for listening, everybody. If this is, uh, you know, one of the first episodes you're checking out, I appreciate our new listeners. Um, I hope you have a good weekend, man. Happy fucking Friday. We made it. Whether you had a, a good week or a shitty one, you know, you you could uh, you get drunk tonight or, uh, you know, go uh, blow a dude for crack or watch anime or whatever you do. I respect it and I love you. And I hope you have a good fucking day, man. Peace.